listening to Save by the Spell, a DIY podcast featuring witchy tips, what's going on in the astro, psychic insight and advice about sex, love, relationships, and more everyday stuff for you and me. I am your host, Marcella Kroll, and today is September 20th, 2015. This is episode 12. So this week we are full on in a mercury retrograde cycle and this little transit is going to last until october 8th so what does that mean right a lot of people i know freak out when they find out that mercury is about to go retrograde but i really love when it does it's three times a year that it happens and it happens for three weeks during its transit why i love it is because it forces me to slow down it's a time to review revise restructure your course. You can get loose ends tied up. You can revisit projects that have gone left unattended. You can reconnect with familiar spaces, um, old friendships and relationships and declutter your life. It's a great time to clean the closets out, get rid of anything extra that you've been kind of hoarding or hanging on to that you don't need. The key to really working the Mercury retrograde cycle is to not start anything new if possible. If you have to, really look over the fine print and just triple check everything. And also be wary of starting new projects or new relationships at this time because, you know, you might find that once the planet does go direct, you know, things that you weren't aware of before start to show up and you might feel differently. So, you you know, you'd see those relationships shift or maybe end. Give yourself and others extra time to get stuff done and to get to your destination safely. You know, you might see that electronics are going haywire. There might be miscommunications. You know, be safe again and a little more easygoing. Allow, you know, patience to be your new best friend. Also, you know, some people say, well, should I get readings or psychic readings during a Mercury retrograde? I'm not opposed to it. I think if you are seeing someone that you've worked with before, that's great. Um, I think you, if you find that you're really affected by Mercury retrograde, you might not want to do it until it goes direct just because you want to give yourself like a real clear head about what you're looking at. One of the modalities that I find really perfect to work with during this cycle is past life regression healing. And it's perfect because you're thinking you're going backwards in time. It's also a great time to heal any childhood fear or trauma. So, you know, give that a whirl if you like. I really highly recommend past life regression. It's majorly healing. Uh, There is a podcast before this one that I talk about past lives and, you know, the benefits of it. So if it is something that, you know, piques your interest, check that out. So this week's other major highlight coming up is the full moon eclipse in Aries, which we're going to be experiencing on Sunday evening at 7.47 p.m. Pacific time, 10.47 p.m. on the East Coast, according to my astro calendar. And you might already be starting to feel this full moon's creeping up vibe where it actually feels more like a toddler breaking out of baby jail and freaking out. As my friend Mystic Medusa put it, this full moon is a drama queen. So be cool and just be prepared. I look at it, it's like clickbait. The temptation to go there is strong, but it's not the wisest use of your energy. 
I mean, even last night, I woke up in a panic, as I often do when I'm stressed. Um, and I'm like, why are you stressed? Oh, I'm feeling crazy. Oh, okay. The moon is already starting to um, pull at my physical body. So stay calm, collected, and utilize the energies best by getting your important shit organized. Seriously, the more focused you are on improving what's already working for you and making it better is the more ease you're going to have over the weekend. So stop procrastinating. Stop waiting for someone else to rescue you and make you your priority. You might need to even just have some downtime to take care of you. And that is just fine. Now, I'm not saying you can't help anyone at this time, but remember the age old adage, you are no good to anyone if you cannot be good to yourself. Okay. So with that, we are going to move on to um, a couple of questions that I didn't get to get to the last time. And let's see. And I love your questions, you guys. If you do have questions or areas of interest you want me to talk about on an upcoming episode, just email me at bookmarcella at gmail.com. You can also visit savebythespell.com to get that contact information and also to listen and link to past episodes. Now on to the questions. Kelly in New York City writes, I have been told many times that I am clairaudient. Only recently have I reconnected to my intuition and I feel it like a pendulum. Currently, I can only ask closed-ended questions, which has become frustrating. I've been working to unlock the Claire audience, and I'm wondering if you have any tips on how to surrender to allow it to come through. For those of you who don't know what being Claire audience is, Claire audience means you hear things like psychically. So there's different types of senses. Claire audience is hearing. I'm going to tell you, Kelly. You know we can't force ourselves to grow into something if we're not ready. And while I think you are ready, I think trying to force the natural progression of how it develops for you is going to leave you frustrated and um, upset or annoyed. I think there's a lot of people pushing to open themselves up psychically right now. And I think if you prematurely push, you're not going to be happy with what happens. You know, sometimes it's because you need to balance out how you're protecting yourself psychically, energetically, emotionally. Um, yes, there are cases where people just all of a sudden open up and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm sensing everything. And it's very overwhelming. There's a reason why it's a process. Um, I, I, I didn't see, hear, feel everything all at once. And when I did, I shut it down, <laughs> which you might have done that when you were younger because it's overwhelming. And that's what I did. And over the years, I've slowly reopened myself um, uh, in a way, in a pace that was comfortable because even though we want something, our bodies have a tendency to be smarter than our minds and it won't push us to do anything we're not ready for. So what can you do to allow yourself to maybe ease into the process a little bit more? I would say instead of trying to pry it open is get into meditation Get into listening to what is your own voice versus what is somebody else's voice. Asking to your guides and the universe source energy to help you um, have an experience where you can honor and open your clear audience in a safe place. Because let me tell you, uh, I, I'm very clear audience. <laughs> I'm, I'm empathic. I am clairvoyant. I am clairsentient. And hearing all the time, <laughs> I had to stop myself there from swearing, um, can be, oh gosh, t 
torment like tormenting um it's 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 a beautiful gift but it's also i'm just saying be careful what you wish for and go about it with ease please okay don't try to push don't try to push you you're you're going to get there um just the race to get there it's not it doesn't have to be so urgent okay i hope this helps then i have a very sweet soul in berlin who i am thing wants to be anonymous i really loved these points you know conversation so these are a few different questions i really encourage people just send me one question but i loved the topic and discussion we were having about this so let me share this with you and she noticed that something that stood out to her in a couple of episodes was this outsider feeling or feeling of disconnected. And a lot of empaths feel this way and create life experiences that reinforce these things. I've come to associate this person with the archetypal high priestess or Nebdet of Egyptian tradition. Sorry if I said that wrong. Um, so she asked, how can... You know, as uh, this high priestess person positively embraced the archetype rather than attempting to mask it for the sake of acceptance in a society that prefers the empress or Isis archetype. Solitude, I'm just going to keep going here because it says solitude is crucial, but abject isolation is destructive. How can, is it even possible for the disconnected modern high priestess forge healthy reciprocal balanced relationships? Well, my dear, I think it's the same way that the modern hermit or light bearer, you know, way shower can also forge healthy relationships. You have to find others that are the same archetype as you. And it's not about um, isolating, because that is a huge thing, is that feeling isolated, feeling um, disconnected. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Um this is obviously bringing up something in my throat chakra <laughs> to talk about uh, because I do connect with this in a major way and I understand what you're saying and I'm going to bring it back to that by by letting you know that I had this channeling session with this guy and he the first thing he said to me was uh, you know you're alien right <laughs> and I started laughing I was like well I definitely 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 feel like that uh, I am not fully from here but um, uh, how do I am not feel so damn alone and he said look he's like you're there's a point where you decide to not be alone there is a point where you yes the isolating feeling is very real and I'm he was like I'm not um, dismissing it at all because it is part of your feelings, but you can also choose to, to be embracing the fact that you are a light bringer or a way shower or a knowledge keeper on this planet. And you are here to help other people discover their own abilities, their own capacity to shift and change themselves in the world around them. And love is the big thing, bringing more love and evolution. Okay. And then he asked me, would you rather be a uncomfortable alien girl or normal? And I was like, oh, uncomfortable alien girl, please. <laughs> rather that than be normal and pretend that the world is, you know, just doing its thing and we're here and everything exists for us. 
I would rather be so hyper-connected than disconnected. And I think that there is an element here of reaching out. You can reach out, but it's to others that you feel are in alignment with you. You might feel that those people are not in your immediate circle. You might feel that they are far away. But isn't it wonderful that we have technology that we can communicate with each other from so far away? And we can touch in and reach out and feel connected um, more regularly than, say, if it was 25 or so years ago. So reach out to those that you feel connected to. You can have healthy reciprocal relationships, but you're not going to have them if you keep comparing them to what you think is normal because we're not normal. (laughs) So find what works for you. Okay. The other part of this that she brought up was, um, you know, how do those who have heightened sensitivity, intuition, visions, and premonition dreams function in a world that praises inauthenticity, lies, and self-serving behaviors. I'm sure you feel me when I say these inner knowings of the truth can definitely become more isolating because it freaks people the fuck out. Also, is it better to remain isolated than to participate in inauthentic pursuits? I think that instead of making it the us versus them, I want you to really honor and be the best version of yourself. And when that inauthenticity or lives or self-serving behaviors come up, you make it your duty and your mission to be even more authentic, to be more empowered, to be more in your truth and challenge that art, that structure. Because that structure is not going to last. Those things that are built on lies, even you might see it go on for a while. Those things don't last. They eventually fall apart. But you being your authentic self and pursuing things that make you feel good are going to outlast everything. And you might find that life can be painful because as you're being your authentic self, you might make other people uncomfortable too bad too bad. I've spent many years feeling horrible that I made other people uncomfortable because I was just being myself. And I, I'm done apologizing and I'm done trying to fit in. And I think you should do the same. Go do the things that are authentic to you. Stop trying to make yourself be authentic to others because it's not going to work. And you are connected to something much bigger than these individual connections and relationships. You are connected to a wired network around the the world and in the universe, and you're part of something major, and it's called major healing. You are ushering in a new energy onto the planet. You are ushering in love, light, and healing onto the planet, and you are bringing those who are ready and those who want to grow and evolve into a new era. So when you feel like your work isn't important or you feel like what is the point, I want you to remember just how amazing it is and how lucky we all are to have you here helping us all through this. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your questions and your discussion And, you know, really, 
know that there are others, including myself, that are here for you. I want to thank you all for being such beautiful supporters of my work and of this work and for listening. If you have any questions or, again, topics of conversation you want me to kind of cover, just email me, like I mentioned earlier, at bookmarcella at gmail.com. You can listen to this podcast through the Podomatic app. If you want to download download that to your phone, it is free. You can stream and download these episodes. If you like what you're hearing, please share this uh, podcast with your friends. Let people know. And it's all free. And I'm just going to bring it up again because I want you guys to know, keeping it free, this is my way of being able to give back to you guys. I do have to keep up with, you know, technology and things like that. So I do have a donation button on the website, on the contact page at savebythespell.com. Uh, and it's it's PayPal button, whatever, for, for donations because it just helps me. Any donations I get can go directly to helping me make this a better experience. Also, please keep an eye out for featured guests, which I'm really excited about for October. And I have a beautiful week, okay? Um, do your best, keep your chin up, and stay drama-free. Blessed be. <laughs>